This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Afternoon, guys. We will start with the broadcast section. That's got no embargo, followed by an embargo <coughs> section. Uh, no live tweeting during the broadcast section, please. Uh, and for those in the broadcast section, please use the microphone provided. Rob. And afternoon. It's been a, a tricky run in terms of the injuries that have piled up for your team, results-wise as well. Just wonder what you've learned about the character and the mentality of your group over the last few weeks, and also maybe the ability to of guys like GLSL, who had been a periphery figure for quite a long time. Yeah, look, it's fair to say, um, not by design, but you, you kind of test all these things through uh, you know, tough periods, and we've certainly been through one and you know, still, in many respects, going through it now. Um, but yeah, I've been really pleased with the players' application commitment to sort of what we're trying to do. And like I said, guys have got an opportunity to, which maybe they wouldn't have got otherwise. And, uh, you, know, you know, performance level in the last four games have been... It's been pretty good, uh, probably Wolves aside in terms of the kind of football we want to play. Obviously, the results haven't, so um, you know, it's still you know, an area we need to kind of improve. But like I said, with everything we've gone through, we've certainly, um, like you said, you discover things. And uh, uh, from my perspective, the main thing is that you know, I've been pleased with, like I said, the, the application and the determination for the players to kind of keep going. Christian Romero comes back tomorrow from suspension. How much do you feel you've missed him? And have you had to have a chat about just the need maybe to try and curb the odd rush of blood that he gets? Um, firstly, yeah, great to have him back um, because, I mean, he's the only, you know, bizarrely, he's the only recognised centre-back we have fit at the moment because obviously Mickey van der Veen and Eric Dyer and Ashley Phillips, you know, all first team are all sort of out. Um, so just to have him um, as a, a sort of recognised centre-back back in the team is good, but he's also you know, a fantastic player. He's, uh, he's a leader in the group. You know, obviously, when we lost matters in him after the Chelsea game, you know, a lot of that f- sort of fell on Sonny's shoulders. So from a leadership perspective, good to get him back. And um, no, look, I haven't had to have a, a sort of a word to him about it. He's, uh, you know, it's part of who he is as a player. Um, you know, he, he brings a physicality to it. Um, he knows um, when he oversteps the mark that we all, you know, not apart from him, the whole group pays a price and, uh, you know, it's up to him to sort of maintain the discipline that I know he can show. But more importantly, like I said, he's such a really strong presence on the field and, and during the week. So really happy to have him back. James Madison was speaking in an interview that came out yesterday and he described his, inter- uh, his injury as a, a slow burner. Is January, do you think, a realistic target still or, or might it be longer? 
Yeah, I'm not sure about James's medical qualifications and whether <laughs> whether we should go with his diagnosis on, on these kind of things. So I'll leave it to the medical team. As far as I know, it's it's going along okay. Thank you. Thanks, mate. Thank you. Hi, Ange. You played West Ham in pre-season. I appreciate it. it was probably one of the first games that you were in charge of. Can you take anything from that game to prepare for this or was it simply too long ago in a different space? <sighs> a lifetime ago, yeah. No, I don't think so. But, you know, obviously, um, you know, we've been following them and, and we, we scout them like any other team. And, you know, you know, you kind of know with, particularly with David, you know, he's he's been a presence in this Premier League for such a long time because he always presents teams that are very, very competitive. So, you know, you're going to have to be at your best uh, if you want to get something out of a game against any of sort of David's teams. And, um, you know, they've got some real quality and threats in their side. Um you know, it's a bit different from you know, pre-season for us and for them was was a totally different sort of <coughs> backdrop to what we were doing. So, um, like I said, we're going to have to be we're going to have to play at our best levels tomorrow to get something out of the game, and uh, and that's a challenge for us, and uh, we'll be ready for it. And you said you've been pleased with the application of your players during this period of injury. After getting a draw against Man City, do you notice that there's an upturn in attitude in terms of just a spring in the step, or is it fairly consistent with the team, whether you're, you know, with the results, whether they win or lose? No, no. I mean, you, you, you look, they're, they're human beings. They, they feel, you know, we weren't happy with the three losses. Um, and, you know, that it does affect players, um, not I guess their confidence, but just their, their general demeanour because with every loss you kind of get a little bit more sort of focused on the results. Um, you know, we're not we're not overjoyed at getting a draw, so it's not it's not about that. It's more about I guess the way the manner in which we went about it that's given them a little bit, you know, more belief in what we're trying to do because um, you know in the second half I thought we showed some real um, resilience in terms of sticking to to the kind of team we want to be to try and get something from a game. It's always going to be difficult anyway. So I think, <coughs> you know, the, the, the sort of the upturn in any sort of feelings they have is coming more from that than, than, than the result. But we just try, you know, just try and stay consistent in our approach that, you know, the end game for us is to play the game a certain way and we've just got to keep focusing on hitting those levels. Thanks, Ange. Thank you. If you could pass it down to Charlie. Oh, yeah. yeah. <coughs> Thanks, yeah. You mentioned there about Dyer sort of being out. Could you just give a team news update? So yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so um, obviously Christian's available. No, nothing from the other night in terms of anyone um, um, sort of um, disrupting uh, this preparation. And from the guys out, uh, Pape's back training probably tomorrow, maybe a bit too soon for him. Um, but Sunday, I'll, I'll, I'm pretty sure he'll be available. Um, <coughs> Yeah, Richie got five minutes the other day and he's still fairly short in his physical, you know, where he is physically, but in terms of the injury, you know, he felt pretty good. So, again, he's he's available. Um, all the rest, uh, yeah, don't expect to see back for a while, I'd say. Including Eric, even? At this stage, because he hasn't trained for over a week now and they're sort of still working on, on the issue. So, um, I assume, um, you know, even when he does come back, he'll need a bit of time to get back up to speed. What is his... Uh, it's a groin issue. It's a groin. And just want to talk to you about the kind of fringe players in inverted commas who've come in and, and stepped up. How gratifying is it to see that? Because often at Spurs the last few years, that hasn't quite happened. Well, it's been important because, you know, like I said, out of necessity, they've got an opportunity. And, and sometimes um, in that kind of scenario, you, you're very reliant on, 
on their ability to kind of come in and you know not sort of disrupt the flow of what we're trying to do too much. But I mean, I, mean, I was <coughs> as much as by necessity. I was you know I was always heartened by the fact that at training every day, you know, guys like Geo and and Brian Gill and and, and you know, even someone like Ben Davis who hasn't had a lot of game time. They've, they've been training well. Emerson has been training well. Um, you know, we obviously asking them to do a little bit of a different role, which is which is another challenge. But again, I, I come back to you know their application, their determination to sort of just play, try and play our football has been the key to that. And you know, as I keep saying, Wolves aside, I think our level of performance has has been you know, pretty good considering you know what we've had to go through so far. To show as well how important it is to keep those people engaged, even if yeah. they're not getting the minutes they want. Yeah, well, look, I've, I've always, I've always been that way. You know, if, if you come and watch our training session, there's no one who's you know standing on the sideline. Everyone is involved. You know, there, there's we 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 gear our training sessions around, you know, with the numbers we have. We don't sort of focus on one group over another, and and it's for that reason. You know, I think it's important that you know whether you're a player or a staff member, you need to feel like you. You're valued, you're part of something, and, and sometimes the guys who aren't sort of playing or haven't had an opportunity to, to play, um, their only chance to show what they can do is the training, so we've got to give them that platform, and uh, yeah, I think that's helped us through this period. Ian. Hi, Ange, hope you're well. Um, Thanks, Charleston coming back three weeks ago, four weeks ago, he had his surgery, and as you say, he got five minutes or so at Man City uh, available for West Ham. Does that show how... Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. ...and how maybe he's got over his problems from earlier in the season that he wants to be back playing in your team straight away. Yeah, look, I, I, I think, you know, Richie... You know, to be fair to him, he was struggling with it from the start of the season. But you know, from our point of view and the medical team's point of view, it was one that we thought we could sort of persist with until we got a good chance to, to sort of get some work on it. Um, but it, it, it kind of, by the end of it, he, he was really struggling, even at training. So, you know, even though it wasn't great timing for us because it came at a time when we lost a lot of other players, we just felt, well, you know, we needed to sort of, that he needed intervention from a medical perspective. and. He's worked hard uh, with the with the medical team, the sports science staff, to, to be available, and uh, you know, talking to him and watching him, he, he feels <coughs> a lot better in terms of that aspect of it. But like I said, he's missed a fair bit of training in that three four weeks, so we just got to do some work with him over the next couple of weeks to get him back up to speed. Because again, we've got a fair few games, and you know, we've been a little bit limited with with how we can change things up during a game in the front third. So, you know, having him available. Um, you know, either to start or, or to, to come onto a game is going uh, to be valuable. One well, a lot of plaudits for the way you played at Manchester City on Sunday. West Ham are a very... After the game. Yeah, after the game. Yeah, yeah. And before the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, West Ham, very different animal to City. They, they're a team that like, decides to come onto them and hit them on the counter. Mm. Um, is that more dangerous in a way for, for your side and, and your philosophy? No, I think it's equally. I mean, I, I just think with all these challenges... Um, there's the, the the biggest sort of obstacle is, you know, ourselves in terms of we need to hit certain levels, irrespective of what the opposition may bring to it, because the kind of game style we have, we're very reliant on how, you know, we roll out the kind of football we want to play, because it's not so much about, 
you know, stopping an opposition. It's whether we can impose ourselves on on, on oppositions, and, and all of them have got threats, you know, both with and without the ball that we've got to be wary of. So the challenge is the same. The challenge is about us, um, you know, making sure that we, we hit the levels we need to to then be able to play the, the game we want to. So um, it's a Premier League. Every game, you know, you see it at the moment. There aren't many that, um, you know, are, are kind of easy games for any team. Um, you know, home or away, they're, they're all pretty tight. And um, I've got no doubt tomorrow night will be a real good challenge for us. And you've pretty much played by the old week or so, once a week. How are you looking forward to, how much do you enjoy the relentlessness of December where there's, what, 10 games, nine, 10 games for you and you're probably pretty much never going to see your family and it's going to be all football, football, football? About not seeing my family has been... <laughs> I'm not sure what your family life's like, mate. I, I, li <laughs> I, I like seeing mine. Um, having said that, they're off to Australia for, for some warm weather on the weekend. Um, that aside, um, look, I think for us, you know, having the game a week, I, I know people have said is, is kind of, you know, in some ways been an advantage. I understand that. But I've also felt it's been a little bit of a disadvantage because we've had a lot of players, particularly at the start of the year, who hadn't had a lot of football that we all of a sudden had to throw in, you know, whereas if we'd had midweek games, um, you know, even in Europe, you, you, you're forced to kind of give guys opportunities. So... You know, the flip side of that is we're, we're, we're still very thin on numbers. So, you know, the three games this week will test us. Um, but, you know, like I said, getting Romero back, uh, having Richie available, hopefully Pape Sarr on the weekend, um, that gives us some more numbers. And, and at least the guys who haven't had a lot of football recently or at the beginning of the year, like Benny and Emerson and Gio and Brian Gill are now up to speed. Even Brennan Johnson, you know, he's, he's getting a clean run of games. So looking forward to it. I mean, it's... Two big games for us, particularly at home, um, and particularly after the results we've had recently, that we, we need to perform at a good level to get the results we need. Hi, Ange. Um, just want to ask you about Guillermo Vicario. Obviously, getting a lot of praise for what he's doing with his hands, his saves, but with his feet, he seems to be getting better and better. How pleased are you with that, and how much work has someone like Rob Birch had to put into that, or was it something he always had? <coughs> oh, I think a combination of all those things. Um, now, I think what you look for or I look for in a goalkeeper is above everything, anything else is temperament because that's what you're going to need to play sort of the football we want, that you're not going to be sort of, you know, too um, on edge as, you know, with respect to game state or what's happening at that moment. You have to stay really clear-headed and I saw that, you know, from the very first time we scouted him, just how sort of clear-headed he is as a personality and... Um, you know, you saw it last week where, you know, we, especially in the first half, we gave the ball away a lot in that sort of back third, but, you know, he persisted and, to be honest, he was a big part of sort of why we got to grips with the second half um, because, you know, he persisted and he made some really good decisions for us to play out. Rob's done a lot of work with him, for sure, um, and, and that's helped him, but the bulk of it is down to him, you know, that he's he's got the temperament and, like I said, the willingness to... To, to play this way and, and, and sort of not shy away from it um, just because, you know, at times it can be challenging and, uh, you know, he's a big part of sort of the way we set up, particularly, you know, with the ball. Um, just going back to discipline briefly, Destiny Doggy, I think, is on four yellow cards now. Um, obviously, Christian, if he gets another straight red, it would be a four-match ban for him. You mentioned there about the, the effect that has on the group as well, more than the thing. Is that something that you have to police in that regard, make them aware of how it affects the rest of the group, or do the players kind of naturally do that? 
It's a, it's a combination of both. I mean, look, it's, you know, some of it, you know, they're, they're defenders, they're, they're in that position and, and sometimes, you know, I think, I think Destiny's been unlucky a couple of times but, you know, at the same time, you, you need that part of your game to be there as a defender, particularly in the Premier League. You know, you're facing some some really, you know, el- some of the best strikers in the world and attacking players and, you know, part of their, you know, what they bring to the game is the physicality. I mean, Destiny's particularly for a fullback, he, he's, he's so quick, but he's so powerful, and we don't want to take that away from him. Um, but there is a, like I said, there is a broader consequence for those kind of things. And you know, when you talk about discipline, it's not just about not getting yellow or red cards, it's just discipline in approach in terms of, you know, the, the way we're playing, the way you, you kind of behave on a, on a football field, all those kind of things make a difference. So, um, you know, again, it's not something, you know, I said a couple of weeks ago, I think it's, it's been an area that we need to improve, but I'm not just talking about yellow and red cards. Discipline is also, there's been times this year, particularly in the last couple of home games, where we've started really well and we've lost our way because we've just got you know, a little bit ahead of ourselves in, in not just, like I said, the, the yellow red cards, but even in terms of the way we're playing our football. Last one from me. Just, uh, Ryan Sessignon, club put out a little kind of video today of some of his, his progress and work he's been doing. How's he doing, not only physically <coughs> but mentally with this, because it's been a long recovery period for him? And also, how cautious do you have to be with him? Yeah, all those things. I think, you know, it's it, it, it's the hardest thing for any footballer. You talk to any footballer and, you know, sometimes they feel when they're not playing or not getting selected is the worst time or if they're having a bad trot in the team, you know, bad form, it's the worst time. But the worst time is when you, you can't do what you love and, and you can't, you know, be part of the group because, again... You know, if you talk to players who, who retire, the thing they miss the most is just that being in a dressing room as part of something. And, and when you're doing rehab, particularly like Cess has been doing, it's it, like I said, it'll be like Rodrigo. It's it's a it's a fairly lonely existence, and he's had to put in. You know, he's had some real bad luck, um, but he's still working away. You know, he's still you know positive in in terms of his outlook. And but we we, we will have to be cautious with him. Um, team rightly so because he's had kind of a number of setbacks and you know you want to give him every chance to sort of when he does come back to, to stay back so um you know he's one we're not putting any timelines on we'll we'll, we'll be guided by the medical team and, and by him more importantly george to finish this section please hi and um just with romero has he been this last month Obviously not playing, but training. Has, has he been sort of the sort of person you want in training to prepare the team as best as possible? Yeah, look, he's, he's, his training's been good. He, he's been frustrated because, you know, particularly, I guess, yeah, not just the fact that he's missed out, but he's understood the situation we've been in. You know, it's not like he was the only one missing, you know, all of a sudden post the Chelsea game. There was, you know, we lost Mickey, we lost Destiny, we lost, you know, pretty much our whole back four and then we lost matters and sort of he knows that you know how important he is so I think he was frustrated I mean he had the international week which is probably good for him because he got a couple of games in there and he got away from here um but he's been ready to go the last sort of week he's trained really well and um I know he's happy and I, I know the rest of the group's happy to have him back in and obviously you mentioned Eric um being out for this week at least um you've obviously got Emerson as an option Ben Davis but also Alfie Dorrington are you sort of looking to him to kind of show you during the week that if if someone's needed that he, he can come on? Yeah, well he's been he's been in the squad the last well I think the last three weeks uh, maybe four weeks so um, yeah Alfie and you know, Jamie got on um, 
you know, they're, they're training with us now. They're, they're part of the first team. So they have a chance every day to sort of, you know, show what they can do and, and be available. And as I said, with at the moment, we are really thin on defensive numbers. So, um, you know, you may very well get an opportunity over the next couple of weeks. And um, obviously a pleasing result at the weekend in terms of coming back Man City, but still four without a win. You're a manager that's used to winning. How much is that sort of eating at you or are you sort of battling that by thinking about the bigger picture? Uh, look, uh, you treat it the same way. It's, it's, it's like I said, I, I don't like losing. It doesn't sit well with me. I like winning. Um, but, you know, for me, like I said, last week was not about just sort of getting a result there. It was it's the manner in which you do it because um, just a result by any means. I, you know, I've been in that position before. It doesn't it doesn't fulfil you any more than, than sort of, you know, um, losing a game of football. Um, you know that it's it's not going to last. So for me, that's been more important. And whilst, yes, it has been three three losses and, you know, the draw last week, I still think our performances, um, as I keep saying, are the most important thing that kind of sustains you through that period where you're going, you know, I'm not, not happy we're not winning, but at least I'm seeing the team sort of still performing and trying to play the football. And... And you've got to take it in context that, you know, like I said, we've, we've got, we're going through a rough trot in terms of playing personnel. OK, we'll move on to the embargo section for 10.30pm tonight. <coughs> Matt? Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.